Girl, I just don't know. <laughs> Girl, know. I just don't know. <laughs> I'm probably going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It feels yeah. like one of those. Yeah. These past few days have been kicking my ass. Girl, tell me about it. Well, A, the New Jersey weather of this like fucking twilight fog, disgusting, no sun. I can't. I always forget how bad it gets like. Yeah. For me, the end of January into like, I would say these bright lights are tricking me right now. Girl, yeah, yeah, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But it's like, it, what was that movie? Uh, it's gonna Bird be Box. Rock. It's gonna be rock. Yeah, Bird Box. Yeah, yeah. Bird Box. <laughs> like, <laughs> my eyes yeah. are sizzling as I'm yeah. staring at the lights. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, because they weren't allowed to look at the sun. And when they did, their eyes like sizzled like fried eggs. Well, because yeah, because they know it wasn't They're not the sun, the it, monster. It was looking at the people, and then their eyes were all like warped. So today's episode. Not that we ever have a filter, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, that, <laughs> not that we ever have a filter, but um, I crawl. I've had it. Like so, I'm just gonna tell you everything because it's no work <laughs> what do you like <laughs> yeah i don't know where i am <laughs> <laughs> yeah not a good start to the day and i feel like yeah. um i don't know this time of year we all need to just acknowledge and if you're not like this good for you but if you already have depression this time of year if you live in a colder area the seasonal affect disorder is like not like a, a quirky term like you're crazy like it's not a quirky term like yeah. i get to points where i'm just i can't function we were saying we kind of want to talk about in general not only all of this shit i can dish um but basically short form content ruining the beauty industry and it's like not even beyond when we just say the beauty industry can sound so like figurative or whatever but i genuinely mean it's ruined it for consumers it's ruined it for content creators that make it it's ruined it for people that work in retail makeup and skincare and makeup artists and retail uh workers and the whole nine yards across the board Mm -hmm. not only that but then we want we're going to touch on like dupe culture like which is a whole nother aspect of this like dupes meaning if you've never heard of that d-u-p-e like uh basically elf is the entire brand's a dupe brand it makes knockoffs of more expensive products as well as tea on just how gross these beauty brands are from a money hungry lying uh take advantage of the marketing is misleading they're using and abusing to make every dollar wasteful i mean i'm gonna just tell you everything i've been through in the past year what you you're even like i feel like you're at the point you're so in embedded in this because i remember one of the first episodes you and i did together was like you almost asking me questions as an influencer and it's so fascinating now i feel like this is almost part two of like your perspective of like what it because I'm like, like on this side, of I it. have one foot in influencer world mm-hmm. now, which I wouldn't even because that word to me is so <laughs> disgusting. It's yeah. Yeah. It's not a real word. It's it not, shouldn't be. It nauseates um, me. It, it is. It's an interesting conversation. We can get into it that I, I have one foot in each world. Mm-hmm. And yes, I'm like kind of like oh. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. feel like I'm on the Gravitron and I'm inside and I'm being like <laughs> spun against it. And I have yeah. there's nothing I can do because it feels like there's nothing I can do anymore. I know I have one foot in each world and I feel like I'm being the Gravitron is pulling me apart. I know. And I'm I know. Like, eh. You know what always scarred me from elementary school history class? What? I don't know why, we, like, uh, was it stuck with me. Well, you I, went to school in the wild west. <laughs> totally. Well, Literally. Ironically, the wild west. wait till I tell you. So <laughs> it was like a execution, if you will, was at some point, and I feel like it was Okie Smoky Wild West, where they tied every limb to four horses. 
Oh, and then went in different directions. <laughs> yes. And then, yeah. yeah, and then did it and it ripped them apart. That scarred yeah. me so bad. And I think about that like once a month. Yeah. I almost vaguely remember learning about that. That, yeah, they would right? do arms and legs and then they would four different directions. I know. I want to start with something very important. Okay. I have nails on. <laughs> <laughs> you do have nails on, little nail girly. Um. You, okay, you inspired me though. That yeah, I girl. can't believe I never thought of this. I did press ons mm-hmm. and just cut them down. Girl. And you know why? When I, I tell you, yes. when I had those nails on full length last night, <laughs> You were the only woman. I was the only woman. I'm every woman. Until. Yeah. I went to go grab my phone. I know. In such a manner that I felt like I, when I grabbed it, I felt like my fingers were, my fingernails. Yeah. Were being bent back with the nail. And I yeah. said, no, I don't like that sensation. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. ma'am. I know. So I said, clip, clip. <laughs> Clippy, clip. <laughs> right I don't away. know how y'all do it with long nails. But I started doing it because I bite my nails. And a great way to stop. Like now my ha- <gasps> my nails are, I know, girl. Gorge. I you have a nail. Yeah, some of them fell off. That's how long they are. I know. Gorge. So, uh, yeah, of course, all the like gold decorative ones. I'm I'm four down. I got to. retouch but i love doing it because it obviously i i don't bite a fake nail because it's like plastic exactly and um so it covers it lets them grow in and even when my nails grow back to full length like yours is this one like slipping completely yeah i don't care um visual representation (laughs) of the week uh, I love it because it's so much easier than painting. Painting, you got to do two coats. It's all around your skin. It takes oh, two no. days for the it to come off the skin. Last night doing this? T- two seconds. Uh-uh, mama. I know. This is great. Oh, I know. You can't. When I put fake nails on, I, I am the CEO. <laughs> like, I just am delusional the minute I put nails on. Like, even cutting them down. You no, just, it's like a different I, feeling. Last night I was going to bed and I <laughs> yeah. said, <laughs> yeah, I said, mm, you got into bed. Like yeah, you needed to be let in. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. Fully me. Totally. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you can't tell me anything right now. I know girl. Hello. Hello. Oh my God. If I need to see one more fucking beauty influencer start a video by ASMRing their thing with the nails. I can't anymore, guys. It's just, I don't know. I don't know where to begin. In a serious way, I am not entertaining. I am not here for it. Divination from the spiritual realm. I will not follow it. I (laughs) will not succumb to it. I cannot understand it. That I'm one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. And what I mean by that is I work as a freelancer. So a freelancer is an independent contractor that I work Technically, four brands. What I used to do, I tell you guys all the time, how I Burberry, used to work for Laura Mercier. Mercier yeah. yeah. So I don't work directly for these companies. I work for like the company that does their payroll. It's so weird. I know. So it's so odd that the things that we talk about and things that I see in store. So being that the content that is consumed by people and the people then shopping in Sephora, I'm not talking about the 10-year-olds. I'm talking about people that are grown. When I tell you cookie cutter. I know. Everybody wants the same thing. Everybody looks and dresses the same. And it is it is getting to the point where I'm like, is there no individuality when you are shopping for what you want? Yeah. Because we are all consuming the same content of the the Charlotte Tilbury wands and all of that. And don't even get me started on that PR box that went out. Girl, 
I can't. And it's it's not even because then people in the comments were telling Charlotte Tilbury about the PR boxing with Michaela that it was genius. And no. oh, this was a marketing genius at work. So it was for uh context. Two episodes ago, we talked about uh purchase or pass. We did the, the pink Charlotte Tilbury Valentine's 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 Day collection. And basically, of course, it started with Michaela, got the first PR package, and it's a giant, probably three foot high lipstick one side's pink one side's red you open it and it was all these slots for all of the lip liners and lipsticks so Michaela opens it on camera and all of the lip liners are in there and then every slot is for the lipstick there's nothing in it so Michaela posted the video being like what like did I get a messed up PR box? What's going on? And also the thing about this too is like when you get PR, like there's so much waste. There are so many boxes and then everybody has it in like with their fucking packing peanuts and their whatever. It's like hours worth of breaking down the cardboard and the whole nine yards and PR boxes like that, which I still get pissed when brands send me even shit in this kind of packaging is a lot of brands will send you the box and then in it is a styrofoam pretty much cut out with something on top of it so it doesn't look like raw dog styrofoam with the product laying in it and you can't you have to you can't recycle that styrofoam Yeah, you can't pull it out and most of them too are so glued in the box i can't even rip the styrofoam out of the box to recycle the box and so i have to throw out the whole thing yeah. and every this whole package with all of these slots was all styrofoam mm-hmm. like of this charlotte tilbury thing so she posts it and long story short charlotte tilbury then stitches it and basically it goes from Michaela being like what what like what's going on where are my lipsticks to like all the shades of the lipsticks being like wanted posters being like missing do you know where they are yeah the beauty bandit took them do you know who it is do you, it's 10 p.m do you know where your children children are? are yeah girl pink and red lipsticks groundbreaking pink is uh yeah, questionable under- statement yeah. there so now let, eh. let's all that fucking waste, yeah. all that <clears throat> garbage now that's going to be thrown out for you to have your little dumb moment. Who's, whoever intern thought of that thought they ate. But you're sending out empty, essentially, PR empty boxes. Empty PR boxes, giant PR and boxes. And then now you're telling me that you're not going to send everybody the lipsticks Again. and something else. You're not going to send them in a Ziploc bag, mama. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So what are you doing? I know. So now you're going to waste another round of PR boxes. And mind you, they're expensive. Yes. To send out PR boxes is wild. Because I remember, and here's the thing too with PR boxes that really gets me, and about the waste portion, and then more about the culture part of it. So the waste portion, I remember vividly thinking about this because there was one day when you got the lawless Mm -hmm. PR box with all the lip liners and lipsticks. Mind you, beautiful. I love them. I absolutely adore them. The size of the box? Yes. Was huge. I'm going to I'm going to say it was maybe 3 feet by 3 feet. <laughs> yeah. It was a complete Yeah. You know, thin <laughs> but large. Yeah. As if it was a TV. <laughs> yeah. A flat screen a flat TV. Flat screen TV. Absolutely. Yeah. So then you open it, you know, you have maybe what is it? 12 lipsticks, yeah. 12 lip liners on the couch then. And I'm looking at that and I looked at the box and I said, what a waste. I am. I understand that they're trying to get the influencer's attention when they send this because, you know, how many things come in the mail and they're like, something has to catch their eye about this to become special. The product doesn't need to be eye catching, but the box does. And that perfectly uh, kind of allows us to merge two topics together, which is if 
they were sending to products to these people that didn't just judge the product based off of shininess like a cat versus if it because you know what gets my attention when I open PR if the product's good if it's not the same makeup we've been seeing for the past decade I'm excited about it yeah but I realize now which is part of the depression how much of the minority I am and these people eat it up they eat it up the bigger the shinier the PR package is the more waste the dumber the reason everybody's crab rangooning over this yeah. is the reason they're going to talk about it or not yeah and it's so frustrating because I've been doing this now, I would say, three years. Didn't make a dollar for a year. So two years, I will say, I've been doing this. It's so difficult for me to talk about it to everybody, not just you, because I know you get where I'm coming from right mm -hmm. away. Because I used to be that way. I would look at people talk about certain things and I'd be like, oh, I would love to have what you have or whatever. Like, but it's not mutually exclusive. In two years that I've been doing this, like I have gone through, which I've kind of alluded to on the pod or whatever, like ups and downs of like my relationship with making content and especially the beauty industry as we talk about all the time. And I am not kidding you when I'm telling you, like I am like at the point that I'm like hating it. Like, I can't see the same black mirror when something comes out. I see the trend mood post first, and then I keep scrolling, and I see as though they're robot AI-generated people shoving the same product into the lens of the camera. So-and-so just came out with dust. Is that any good? Let's fucking use that. Like, just, and you're all fools. You're giving these brands free advertising, multi-million dollar brands, free advertising day after day after day after day. And you know what that results in? Them then getting to take advantage of you. You're all running out, either buying or opening up your PR. And you have to understand the cycle behind why this happens. And this is why short form TikTok and short form IG Reels, et cetera, and YouTube shorts has ruined, especially the beauty industry is because back in the day, beauty industry culture was based on long form YouTube, which also almost makes me extra like aggravated and like pissed at those people that did lie, because they also had no fucking reason to you know what I mean? Like the yeah. greediness, you were getting AdSense, you're getting paid for the views. And we knew what those views were. And they still needed to lie. lie and lie to get more money and more money and more money because it wasn't fucking enough. Oh, and look at the people that lied that now they have no career. Exactly. They're quitting everything. They're losing their brands. They're losing yeah. all of this. Or, yeah. But when it comes to short form, you have to realize when someone isn't getting paid based on views and you kind of do get uh, paid now on TikTok videos over a minute. But again, we're talking about sustainability and pumping that out. And how much is that really, mm -hmm. you know, you're not very few people are paying their mortgage with that when they're not getting paid for for views. They're dependent on brand deals. And I'm not saying everybody I know. So I have so many friends who do this in this industry that are have so much integrity and are so honest. And honestly, this all just makes it even harder for them. If you're dependent on brand deals and you're in the beauty industry, what are you going to do? You're going to review products from brands that you want to get their attention. And how do I get their attention? I need to make a viral video. 
How do I make a viral video? A lie, an exaggeration, something clickbaity. Okay, so now I'm going to run out and I'm going to buy Anastasia and I'm going to do this thing with Anastasia and I'm going to lie and I'm going to do what I have to do to make it go viral. It goes viral. I get Anastasia's attention. Then what could happen? Anastasia wants to work with me. That's the sick lifestyle as it is of working to get to that point. For me, that I'm in this juxtaposition where I have a very big following on TikTok and Instagram. I'm tired of giving brands free advertising. It would be one thing if it did lead to any kind of stability or relationship building or whatever the case is, but I did that already. I posted seven days a week for two years. Mama, nothing's happening. I haven't had an offer for a brand deal since October of last year. I had two in October and one of them was because I reached out to the brand. And the other one was because they used to work for that brand that I always work with and they remembered me. So it was basically that one brand that I've has always kind of been the most consistent for me. And this is what I mean. I told you I was really going to tell you everything. I got a new manager who I've never had good management before. We've been together two months. They're amazing. It was interesting because them being so uh, on top of things more than anybody I've ever worked with, also seeing how much outreach they were doing. And and I had put a list together of brands I love and like products that I respected in the whole nine yards. And over this past two months, like when I tell you, I, I we had a call the other day and I said to them, I was like, you know, we've been together now for a little bit. I was like, are you like seeing what I'm seeing? And they point blank said to me, like, they were like, to be honest with you, Johnny, they're like, I've never seen anything like this. They're like, I've never seen someone with a following that you have, have such not only little interest from these brands, but the offers I get, like the lowball offers and what, how bad these brands try to screw you with paying you for content. And I said, I was like, you know, tell me, I was like, am I doing something here? Is something wrong with my content? Do I need to be whatever I had said to her? I was like, you know, I know I haven't posted on TikTok or Instagram as much as I used to. That's because I've really been focusing on the long form content. Even the posts I did in January on TikTok and YouTube, uh, TikTok and uh, Instagram, engagement's still there, despite not posting every day. The two TikToks I posted, one at 200,000 views, the other one got 1.3 million for a brand. We'll get to it. I'm beyond not making enough money to have any help other than an editor for the podcast because it's too grueling. And people meet me with my following who are familiar with me. And I've been told by people who work at YouTube and other creators, whatever. They're like, oh, I thought you like, you don't have a team. I thought you'd have a team of people because they have a team of people. And I'm like, no, I'm running a TikTok, an Instagram, a YouTube channel, a podcast channel, audio, video, completely by myself, plus trying to plant seeds of other stuff in the works. So I said, I was like, it's not like my engagement's low. It's not like I'm, you know what I mean? And she brought up to me without me prompting it ever with her. She goes, um, you know, do you see a difference because you're a guy? And I said, yes. Like, thank you for saying it. Because if I bring it up, I'm playing the victim. Mm -hmm. I'm this. Perfect example was she had reached out to JCPenney Beauty. And JCPenney Beauty, if you don't know, obviously Sephora pulled out of JCPenney's and they moved into Kohl's because yeah. JCPenney's is, you know, not doing as well. I actually, on my own, had started to see videos of it in the whole nine yards. And I was so impressed how JCPenney's was like, okay, we have these empty 
locations now, basically these little Sephora hubs in the middle of JCPenney's, what do we turn it into? And they turned it into JCPenney Beauty, where they got all of these indie brands that most of them are not have never really been in stores before or been in stores to that magnitude Yeah, that like to have the full line of stuff before like kimchi chic and Prados beauty, which is a native American owned brand that Trixie Mattel talks about a lot. And I was, as I usually am here, I am the schmuck sitting on my couch going, let me go to fucking JCPenney beauty, drop another four or 500 fucking dollars on enough makeup that we can give them the promotion, give them the whatever. And I didn't even realize that in my uh, uh, an email popped up and I I, con- I clicked on it and then saw that over the subsequent days prior, my uh, agent had reached out to JCPenney Beauty, basically saying like, hey, like I'm working with Johnny Ross, we would love to talk about working together, yada, yada. JCPenney Beauty responds to the email, thanks for reaching out to us. But at the moment, we're only doing beauty collaborations. And my uh, manager responds pretty much saying like, okay, well, that would be good. That'd be a good fit considering Johnny is 3 million followers doing beauty. They get back a week later, basically going, you know, oh, okay, good to know. And I told you this when I told you the story, the the initial email to them has all of my social medias hyperlinked. So we didn't click on any of the hyperlinks. My initial thought obviously being aggravated is not everyone should know who I am. That's not the point. Because then what do I do to prove myself right? Because I just fucking knew it in my bones. <laughs> For shits and gigs, I go to JCPenney's TikTok. The beauty one. The beauty. JCPenney Beauty's TikTok. Yeah. What do we see? Not one man. As it scrolls between us in post. Which not one of man. these things is not like the other and which one is like all of the rest? Yeah. So I wonder why that person who works at JCPenney's Beauty didn't even, it wasn't even a thought in their mind that I did beauty. It wasn't even worth them clicking They saw on, your first name and said, nope. Exactly. And. Yep. You have to understand, like, working this hard to do this, like I said, I'm at the point, I have 3 million followers on social media, like, billions of views on YouTube, which we'll get to that. If I just had my 1.4 million TikTok followers and 300,000 Instagram followers, I could by no means do this full time. And I, for the past two years, I thought it was because I blew up so quickly. I just thought it was going to take a little bit to get maybe certain people's attention. But for two years, I've watched girls, frankly, and like I said, a lot of them I love, but I've watched girls and when when I met them, you know, I was around where I was. I was over a million, whatever. They had, you know, 400,000, 500,000, 600,000 followers on one platform, mind you. I have always had large followings on every platform. Girl, <laughs> Just nine times the possibilities and opportunities I've yeah, ever even The brand gotten. deals, the brand trips, oh, girl, the brand everything. Endorsement, everything, every whatever event, you want to call every, it. Every, I live outside yeah. New York City, and I sit here day in and day out and just see all of them posting that they're at an Urban Decay event in New York City, that they're at this and Urban. And I don't care about going to events. I don't want your free fucking goodie bag from the thing. A, it's just discouraging of like, okay, I guess I haven't made an impact for, you know, in general, but also- you want to meet the people that work for these brands because there are so many products from certain brands that I love that I would love to 
work together and I don't know, do my job. And I think that's a thing about this that people don't realize is like at the end of the day, like content creators or people making content for you on social media are not doing it for free for your enjoyment. That's a part of the job. And trust me, I can speak for me. We do do it for free for a very long time before we can make money at it. Yeah. But making money at it with people who have integrity does not dilute or diminish or change the value that they plan on bringing you once they do start to make money. They just, I don't know, want to be able to eat and pay their mortgage. Yeah, and get compensated for the amount of work that goes into it. Every <sighs> single week, too, yeah. content is being filmed. Hours go into it, and not yeah. just filming. No. Let alone in post, if you're the one editing and you're the one doing everything. Yeah. It's like the return on investment for you, you know, where is it? Yes. Because you might say, hey, let me go and do film this video for such and such a brand for free. I'm tired and of it. And then it blows up and it's getting stitched <laughs> by a brand. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'll say it. This is a perfect example. One of the two videos I posted on TikTok in January was for uh, the She Glam Pink Powder because I've worked with them a lot, whatever. And I do, they've been very uh, great with me even as far as anytime we have collaborated. They let me they give me creative freedom so I can I can I can pick the exact products I love and the ones I really know work. And it's never like these brand deals where Charlotte Tilbury, we want to collab for Charlotte Tilbury lipsticks. And if you fucking hate them, everybody's out there going, these are great. Like, it, they, I get to pick the products and whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I was feeling that powder. I was excited to use it. I had gotten it like months before that. And I just I didn't even have time to try it. And I had, I tried it, whatever. And I made the video that I made. 1.3 million views. What came of it? Truly. <laughs> Sales for She Glam. Yeah. yeah. The video ended up getting sti uh, Nikki Tutorials stitched my video. Then people were stitching her video. So now we're talking about how much exposure did the pink powder get because of the video I uploaded? Yeah. W what, do, what did I see from that? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Not a comment. Not an opportunity. Not a, not, a, not, a, not a like. Not a like, not a comment. Which... They didn't, right? No. To this day, you no, they no. have not said okay. No. I just want to make sure yeah. that we're right on timeline here. And this so, is a brand I have a relationship with. Right. So think about all the brands out there just stroking it, knowing you fucking dumb fools and run into the store spending yeah, your own fucking money spending on your our own makeup, money talking about it for free. Because they want what they call is an organic post. So to me, when you have a brand, let's say I'm 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 gonna pick a brand here. I'm Mac. Yeah. And if I'm Mac and I come out with a product, I, new liquid lipsticks, mm -hmm. and I go and do that, I send PR, I do whatever, I okay, it's all out there. I'm not paying anybody because why am I going to pay anybody to post about this? Because everyone is already going to go buy it and make a video. Mm -hmm. So why, as a big brand like Mac, am I going to say, no, I'm not paying anybody any, any of their rates? How about I pay you $20 for a video? No, you don't want to do it? Okay. Fine. Well, I have 800 people to the left willing to post what you're willing to post mm -hmm. for free. They're yep. doing it already. Their content is already up. So yep. why am I paying Johnny Ross any yep. money if this person's pumping out content? Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. But hey, it's still, you know, yep. it's getting the word out there about my product and now my product sold out. Exactly. So haha. Yep. And that's what's happened to the entire industry because yeah. of short form content. It is so many people I know who are smaller creators getting taken advantage of like you cannot even imagine because there is no 
I joked around. I was on like a YouTube panel and it got to the point that like people and it was a bunch of other YouTube creators from the biggest of the big to people just starting out. And I tend to get very like Norma Ray speaking like for the small man, like when I'm on talking about things like this. And I started to get questions from the audience to me. And there was like four other people on the panel basically asking me like how I deal with getting taken advantage of and how do you negotiate your rates and how do you price yourself, your work per hour? None of us talk about it. Everyone gatekeeps, people lie and brands don't want you to talk about how much you're getting or how much, whatever the case is, they're fucking you here and giving this person a million dollars and not paying this person at all. And it's because they are getting away with murder to sell their shit. And I was saying, I was like, this is an industry at the end of the day there. It has become because of shorts an element of the entertainment industry. And I literally was saying when I was on this panel, I was like, as a joke, and I thought the woman from YouTube's eyes were going to pop out of her. She was like panicking. But the audience started to cheer. I was like, union, union, like Norma Ray. <laughs> Back to your point of the so many influencers are getting taken advantage of where they now have a list of a thousand people who will take $20 to make a piece of content for them. Or the other aspect is let's pay Michaela and let's pay Meredith all of our advertising budget for them to break the Mac lip gloss on my lips and ooh, it broke. Oh, what is this? Oh, because they know it's going to go viral or let me put fake lashes on while I'm doing my L'Oreal mascara review. Let, let me get my little clickbait fucking video. And then what happens? All the other influencers run out and buy L'Oreal mascara. Yeah. They all run out and go buy the mask fucking sheer lip glosses that yeah. are fucking garbage. You all run out because, ooh, we need to see if it really broke on Meredith's lips. Yeah, and, and go guess stitch what? it. You just made Mac a billion fucking dollars. How stupid are you? Yeah. You're fucking yourselves and you're fucking everybody else over in this industry who wants to make content because of the actual integrity of the products. And I can't get a brand deal because I'm not making this kind of content. And it's made me completely loathe the relationship between creator and brand. There is none anymore. There is none anymore. And, and it's now deteriorated into the dupe culture of it all. Yeah. Because the, and that same that same philosophy, the Michaela and the Meredith trickle down, trickle down economics, that is this bullshit that's the same philosophy behind Duke culture. One day, someone at Elf was like, ooh, oh my God, Charlotte Tilbury's Flawless Filters viral. The fucking Tarte Wands are viral. Why don't we just make a cheaper one? Yeah. The Charlotte Tilbury Flawless Filter goes viral. Elf comes out with the dupe. What happens? Fucking influencers run to, I gotta go buy it. I and gotta see if it's the face. same. Yep. Which, you know what? At the end of the day, that aspect is a little 50-50 for me because I love that consumers have access to a cheaper alternative. Oh, of course. Because none of the original products should be priced at what they are. No. Now, what's happened is gone are the days where we're getting anything new, anything exciting, Black Mirror, because it's just expensive brands coming out with the same garbage and brands with the affordability for the consumer who, I don't know, could be making anything innovative, could be making, have their own identity, could be making unique products, could be filling market gaps that aren't filled. No, let's just copy everything the luxury brands are doing, yeah. make dupes, because why would they make something innovative? When it's not they know, sell. no, because they, if they make something innovative, if they make something on their own, 
influencers aren't going to run out and buy it and review it. No, because, because it's this not going to get them indie, the engagement. This in, and this indie brand isn't going to pay me the way Charlotte Tilbury will. Yeah, Elf's and, not, and Elf not is not paying engagement. anybody. Yeah, yeah. Who no. is Elf paying to do any kind of sponsored <laughs> oh, collab with? Oh they my don't god, need to. Oh, they are laughing all the way to the fucking bank. Yeah, and. I feel like Elf was on such a decline and now even specifically them and because they do it the most and Revolution too. I mean, have mm-hmm. we not seen the downfall of Evolu- like Revolution makeup of the years of just trying copying everybody yeah. and like yeah. it is no longer a form of flattery. No. Ooh. It is disgusting trying to be the Regina George. A lack of creativity. Everyone cutting their tank tops because Regina George I know. she wore army pants and flip-flops so now we have to do it too like you said the market gaps because the first brand I always think of too especially with Elf I felt like they were always pretty much on trend they were always trying to come out with things pretty like standard they could do it fast like ColourPop mm-hmm. but then if we do something like take the NYX the gel liners that got discontinued and Trixie loved them and she goes what the hell I know that was a staple of mine now Trixie comes out with something a market gap <laughs> yes product a white and a black gel liner I know sells out exactly now every time I go into Ulta or wherever and I'm I see all their products still in stock and it's all this like weird same shit same CC cream and liquid blush and primer sticky primer <laughs> and the same setting sprays and the same you everything like Borat sticky primer sticky primer <laughs> yeah and it's but where it, yeah like the I think the part that bothers me is that Elf used to have a great brand identity <sighs> where they were the affordable option for eyes lips and face yes did there things were they reminiscent of other products but why is nobody like you said taking that opportunity if you have a fast to consumer strategy ColourPop, elf any of those especially ColourPop, mm-hmm. you're not taking advantage of having your own niche kind of market where you have you have everything done in one house for ColourPop. you can make your own products like this rapid fire but we made a twilight collection i know and that that's perfect. Pump that out. Yeah. But don't put out anything like back in the day with the draw liners. They yeah. had the pencils and the the pots. Horrible formula. So it's just is it something that you just want cash grabs at this point? Yes. Just well, to keep your team afloat because and pay it's everybody? ladder rinse repeat. They yeah. know the formula works, but the and the formula is built on just garbage, like brainwashy, exaggerating lies and yeah. like. And something hit me, and I feel like this is going to hit you close to home too. Like, why it crushes me is because, like, I loved makeup so much, hair and makeup, because it was this industry that felt so for the creative people and, like, for the weird people as tired of a word that's all i can think of i don't have the same relationship with it anymore because it's been taken over by the regina georges yeah it's no longer about being artistic having fun creativity creativity Mm -hmm. is so fucking far on the back burner in the makeup industry it's gone it's gone because it has become a machine for social media social media controls the beauty industry more than it controls itself oh Say that louder for the people in the yeah. back, because then now do you like I'm going to paint a picture that I always it, it resonates with me and makes me sad when I think about it. 2015 days of Sephora when we worked there, brands were known for something. There was the brand that would do the clean makeup. Yes. Like very clean aesthetic. Then Makeup Forever would turn around and they had loose glitter, artistry, the flash palettes. Oh. There were brands that you knew they do this super well. And I know I can get artistry and that w- that's what made Sephora so special is that there was a brand for everyone's aesthetic. Yes. When I go into Sephora now, it's like they took the dial and turned it all the way down 
brands don't feel separated anymore. Mm -mm. They all feel like they're all drinking the same Kool-Aid because everything looks the same, no matter what brand you go to, from the range of color to the product offerings, quite literally. Yeah. It's all the same. I know. It's all the same bronzers, the same setting powder, the same like blushes, liquid blush, liquid contour. I know. The repetitive nature of nothing being fun, creative. Like when I see things that I want and I'm like, is that real? Is it a mirage? Did you see? Oh, I know. What you mean when something's unique? Yeah. And I'm like, is that that real? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like (gasps) salivating for it, but I'm like, my mouth is dry. Absolutely. I've been in the desert so long. I'm so thirsty. In a bunker. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, the sun's coming in and you're like, what? I'm like unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, totally. Like I'm in the bunker. I'm broken. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just coming out and I'm like, what year is it? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see, uh, Juvia's place is coming out with so they girl it's a sick joke it's a sick joke I saw it and I was like oh this can't be happening (laughs) they so we had the rare beauty viral liquid blushes so then we had every brand dupe the blushes yeah Juvia's place dupe the blushes then they came out with the same packaging in the highlighters highlighters horrible oily notice that the highlighters are nowhere to be found so the highlighters didn't sell so we took them back we poured it out. And what are we launching now? Half blush, half highlighter. <sighs> I did see that. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Yeah. They it's- squeezed a little bit of blush in there and like stirred it up and they were like, no. Yeah. That aspect, like I'm saying of it, not being about creativity at all anymore. Why I loved bringing you onto my beauty YouTube channel as much as I am is because you guys are so great and you know us so well that there is this carryover into you would watch us do education-based things or create or just creative things. When I was doing it on my own over there, where most of my YouTube channel blew up because of my comedy shorts, very few people want to make up tutorial. Very few people want to see someone be creative and look to anybody anymore for creative inspiration. Go to anybody's videos who's still around from the OG days. Go to Tati's YouTube channel for shits and giggles. Go to Manny's YouTube channel for shits and giggles. The last two years of uploads have been what? I try a full face of viral makeup. That's all it is. It's 10 minutes of TikTok videos stretched together. Yeah, I could take clips from any one of their videos, and it would—it's Michaela's content. Yeah, because trying, no one yeah. wants how to anymore. It's the collective consciousness that informs what can be done. I know some of you watching want how-to videos. Yeah, but when you are doing what I'm doing, where we're sitting in a room of probably close to nine thousand dollars worth of equipment that I bought on my own. I can't make a YouTube video that no one watches because I'm also fighting the algorithm on top of trend. Now throw that into everything. Now, now throw fighting the algorithms of YouTube, fighting the algorithm of TikTok, fighting the algorithm of Instagram. So by the time you even get through the baggage of what you need to do and what trends you need to do and whose dick you need to suck to even get the video fucking made, then when you're uploading it, everything you say, everything in the first seven seconds, the fucking hashtags you use, how you write it, when you post it, the time you post it, do should it have text overlays? Does captions do it? Should I put a trending audio? on it so people fucking see this once you get through all that if no one watches it and you don't make any fucking money from it 
people aren't doing this for fun. Hopefully they love it and hopefully they want to help people in the messaging. But do you work for free? Because I'm doing it a lot. Yeah. And I have three million followers because of these people who are in lockstep with these fucking brands that are taking advantage of so many of us left and right. And they've like won at this point with the beauty industry. Yeah, because this is what they want. They're making maximum sales. Yes. And they're not spending any money. Any money. money. They're spending one one one-hundredth of what they were. Yeah. Do And do you know why affiliate, like this marketing got as big as it did? Because back in the OG beauty YouTube days, people used what they wanted to use based on what they liked. Yeah. And then someone got an idea that said, wait, we can pay them to make sure they use our product. That's why they do it because they want to get it in front of you. Nowadays, 90% of the videos you see where a product is in front of you is because it's either paid to be in front of you or the creator is putting it in front of you, trying to get the attention of the brand to pay them. Yeah. And nothing is by accident. No. And I'm here to tell you, if you are someone that listens to this podcast that also does content creation, et cetera, I so thought at a certain point of like working for two years for 12 hours a day, seven days a week, filming in that fucking apartment shoebox in a hundred degree heat with no air conditioning in that apartment till three in the morning while my fucking poor husband was sleeping on the couch because he couldn't go to bed because our bed was also in the studio. I thought at some point, man, it was just going to get a little bit easier at some point, have a little bit of stability of, wow, I've carved some kind of a name for myself in this industry. And that's what is what contributes to the exhaustion I have when I'm saying I don't care that I'm not invited to the event because of the event, because of the free shit, because of whatever it is. But when I see every fucking day people with half a quarter of the following I have that have been doing this for a year at every event. Yeah. Getting every deal, getting every campaign, getting every opportunity I have never gotten in three years. I like can't work this hard anymore. And we said it even with this, like we love doing this. This is my favorite thing to do. First of all, there is probably 10 beauty podcasts in the English speaking world. Let me put it that way. I'm not going to say world, but in the English speaking world, you and I many times on this podcast have, have, gotten up to number 20 to number to 10 on the Spotify and Apple podcast charts. I heard a statistic one time that it, it, insane how many people give up when it comes to podcasts because of how hard they are. And I think the statistic was if you pass five episodes, you're in the top 70% of podcasts because that's how 30% of people give up before the fifth episode. If you pass 30 episodes, you're in the top 90 No, you're in the top 10% of podcasts because 90% of people give up before 30. Not to toot our own horn. (laughs) This is a very good fucking podcast. And And we have something so, and I hear it day in and day out. I hear it from people, some of you in real life, that this is one of your favorite things in the world. And we love, I truly love doing this every week. It is something that like, there is such a purpose behind it. And it is genuinely... Something that it's like we are, we are not getting big Girl, checks 
girl other than youtube adsense nothing it, it is and up not. until now that has paid back into the machine we're um, we're lucky if we make enough on adsense to pay what editing costs every month yeah that that's the reality of, of how glamorous this might look and i say that to say it's done as well as it's done in short, such a short amount of time which a year is a short amount of time for a podcast and i said from the beginning i did not want like other beauty podcasts <clears throat> Did not want this to be a drama channel podcast. And we we touch on shit every now and again for shits and giggles because it's inevitable. But we don't have full episodes talking about Jacqueline Hill. And Michaela's career. Mc- yeah, the, the downfall. The divorce of- <laughs> rumors. <laughs> the downfall of Jacqueline Hill. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted it to be about the industry. That being said, the formula we have developed on this podcast, and I will say this with my chest, <laughs> is the most honest beauty podcast ever made which is probably why no one wants to work with me but not that they let me not that i have any indication that they listen to it but still if you and i were two blonde white women and i off the top of my head i have so many friends in this industry who i really do love a lot of them and i like i said a lot of them approach their career with a lot of integrity 15 popped to mind that if i had the same storyline one of them started it brought on their friend and you know what I'm also going to take out of the equation, they don't have our experience. They haven't actually been professional makeup artists for over a decade. Take all that away on top of it. They just have their experience Liking trying makeup. makeup on in their own yeah, homes. they like it. I, they, they like it. <laughs> they like makeup. They like makeup. I could pop any one of them. Same storyline. Brought the friend on, did it. Same sets, same topics. D- no. <laughs> take away the set yeah no because i don't have my dad yeah no because they would have oh a no you're right you're very right because no again i'm sign. a fucking schmuck who has spent too much fucking money making these goddamn so motherfucking half sets of the I know. effort into the set pop them in these chairs and the streams could be at what they are the youtube channel could be at what it is this would be a spotify original podcast there would be a billboard of it in Times square every single fucking episode would be sponsored I don't know why when I say that sometimes people feel the need to counter it with defensiveness of that that's not the problem or that's not why or or rationalize away people's discrimination, frankly. We live in a world that we spend too much time trying to rationalize shitty people's behavior opposed to giving people who are telling you that they have the experience to back up what they're going through the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Because why? Then we get to continue turning a blind eye to it. If we acknowledge the person that is saying, I live this day in and fucking day out, and this is exactly what's happening, then there's a little bit too much onus to do something about it. Maybe that's why we're miserable, because we live this way, because it's not an easy way to do things. But even me, I can't. I I, I had the K, I had the skin web skim website pulled open the day they launched for her lipsticks and lip liner. That morning, I go to do it, and I see she's signed on again to be the spokeswoman for Balenciaga. I don't, I'm done. I, fuck these people. They're yeah. fucking monsters. Yeah. And Balenciaga has gone through disgusting, horrible fucking things of what yeah. they did with the, that ad campaign. She did a half-ass acknowledging it, but did never acknowledge whether she was stepping away or was, whether she wasn't. Nothing was disputed, proven wrong about how disgusting what Balenciaga did with the pedophile advertisements. And Kim Kardashian signs back on again. I'm not buying your fucking makeup and I'm never talking about it again. I say all that to say, if I can't get a brand's the slightest interest, 
And I, these brands know who I am. They all follow me. Any brand you could buy at Sephora or Ulta follows me. They know who I am. They don't want to work with me. Look at the JCPenney Beauty TikTok. I am not their target audience. Yeah. You don't think that says something? So you know what, JCPenney Beauty? I will never step foot in it in your store. And I'm going to go on the website of the individual retailer. I'm going to go to kimchichic.com. I'm going to go to pradosbeauty.com. And I'm going to buy it directly from them. Yeah. Because I will never spend a fucking dollar in JCPenney. Yeah. Not because you don't want to work with me. Not because you don't know who I am. It's because... They think posting a man is a liability. Exactly. You do not want me in your store. No. And then you have the audacity to sell kimchi chic makeup. Yeah. Which JCPenney, in case you don't know, that would be a drag queen, my dear. <laughs> yeah. That so. would be a man. Yeah. yeah. And, so. it's, and we were talking about it too. And it's so different in the sense that, because I was talking to Casey about this and he said he was like, we kind of had the, the male beauty makeup guys versus the drag queen conversation. And I said, I was like that. It's so different. It is because different. there's an element to it. And I know, and it's, this is going to sound so <laughs> insane to you guys because you're normal, nice, not homophobic people, but you're the minority. I hate to break it to you. And again, let's not rationalize away the shittiness. Everyone in this world moves in pursuit of the almighty dollar. JCPenney's doesn't do that if it didn't make the money. Right. More money than if they didn't. If you know what I mean? Yeah. They would still make money. And that's what I mean. You're going to you're going to feel the urge to respond or comment with. But there are brands that feature. OK. Yeah. They ain't okay. making as much as the they ain't making as much money as the brands that exclusively cater to women slash white women. Tart. <laughs> Tart. With that base that doesn't want to see boys in beauty, men in beauty, because it's very different than drag to those women. Drag queens are clowns. They are performing. It, they might. It's like going to Broadway, and, and the and the leading man has a little has a little rouge and based on. Yeah, it's it's an act. It's a separation from femininity because it is a clown who happens to look like a woman. So there, that element of jealousy and threat is removed. But if you go to any page with any guy that is refeatured on it. If they post it to J.C. Penney's Beauty, which, by the way, let that sink in, J.C. Penney's might as well be Sears Beauty. Think about think about what the response would be if we had men on the page. Oh, I'll leave that there. Yeah, us, we're very different to those people because we're not we're not putting on an act. We're not putting on a show. Mm -hmm. We love makeup and we wear it and play with it and create with it because we enjoy it. But when we're done up and someone in the world who is insecure and isn't as good at it as we are, sees us in it. And unlike a drag queen thought is who are you to do that as though it's taking away their femininity. So there's that element of threat. I've gotten told on posts, I've done the corpse bride look first, which was a Halloween look. Let that sink in a Halloween look blue skin. Yeah a comment that said, stop stealing women's bodies. It's the insecurity and the threat of who were you to be better at that than me or they, look more beautiful than me. Did they say that to Robin Williams? He was being a clown. He was in drag. It, oh, it was drag. Yeah. It was a clown. Tootsie, which rough drag, but still. But still yeah, non-threatening. Yeah. But it's not threatening it's because it's a clown. But show me the sh TV show where there's a, person that identifies as a male living his normal life 
Go look at that response. Go look at those comments. That is who these brands are avoiding. That's yeah. who Tarte is afraid of. That's who JCPenney Beauty is afraid of. Yeah. Because it's that that threatens feeling of who are you to come into this space that I don't believe you belong in. Yeah. You you yeah. do realize people said that to women when they wanted to wear pants for the first time. And vote. And vote, right? We did let that sink in. Like, do, does right. that make sense to everybody? Yeah. So like, we're, now it's, you know, 100 years later and this is still happening. Yeah, because it's just the next, oh, what's the next group that we can exactly. make sure? And it's always going to happen. It's always going to be somebody. But I will never forget, I was on Facebook with Maybelline, and mm-hmm. it was a bunch of creators trying on the new uh, glosses. Mm-hmm. So it was all different creators. Not one, not one person said more than five words, said, this is the shade this, this is the shade this. And there was one male creator Oh, like it was a montage video? It was a montage video of all different creators, and there was one male. You know I opened up those comments. Disgusting. I know. Maybelline boycotted. Maybelline, you're disgusting. How could you post this? How could you do this? There were some that was like, there are people, there are girls that buy this makeup, like, boys don't belong in beauty. And I'm sitting there, and I'm on my phone, and I'm reading these comments, and I'm like, for Maybelline to know that this was going to be a political statement posting people swatching glosses a political statement Mm -hmm. that now these people feel compelled to say, you don't deserve rights as a brand. (laughs) This person doesn't deserve rights to be on here Mm -hmm. swatching a gloss because Mm -hmm. he's a man. Yeah. Are we for real? That's what I mean. I just, I can't. Are we serious? I I don't know what my relationship was, is with it anymore because I don't. um, uh, And I told you this, I had a comment a couple months ago that like was ridiculous. And I hope the person has explosive diarrhea forever. Um, But I, it like wrecked me and it like stayed with me for so long. And normally I don't care because it's either positive or it's just like them calling me a faggot, which I don't, you know, water off a duck's back, but all in a day, this person, it was on one of our podcast shorts on my beauty channel. It was someone literally saying something along the lines of like, Oh, I guess he's not making Sephora videos anymore, which I'll give you the tea on that. And it was so condescending. You're not making Sephora videos anymore. How sad it's clear from these views. People aren't as interested in this as they were that. I guess I'll have to decide. And again, I told you this, my pet peeve talking about me in the third person in my own comment section, as though I'm not reading it, as though it's a little forum for them to all talk shit about. Yeah, it's on Reddit. (laughs) Yeah. I guess it's up to him to decide whether he wants to keep doing this or be successful. Talking about your Sephora videos. Are the In comparison. To the podcast. To the podcast shorts. A, I don't come to your job and slap the dick out of your mouth. B, you don't know what success looks like to me at all because I don't know you and never will. See, you're a fucking fool because you don't even know what success you're alluding to even looks like on social media. My comedy videos led to four brand deals, three of which, when I tell you criminally underpaid me and took advantage of me, anyone in the industry I've told it to's jaws hit the floor. Four brand deals in total. And I've made well over a hundred. It got me the followings, which mean nothing because algorithms now cater to short form content, which is all about virality. So your following doesn't see your content anymore. So followers don't matter. So that didn't matter. All that time, TikTok didn't pay a dime. Instagram didn't pay a dime, made no money. YouTube paid money, but didn't start monetizing shorts until 2023. So I had a year's worth of shorts for free. 
one of the most viral shorts I've ever had is at 35 million views on YouTube. In its lifetime, I've made maybe $900 from that. 35 million views. So then you, you tell me, fucking Mary, what's, what's that success you speak of? I'm supposed to put a towel on my head five days a week and fucking pray, pray for 35 million views, which 2% of people who upload YouTube videos are lucky to ever have that in their lifetime. And I'm supposed to get 35 million views on every fucking short. Every time. Every single time to be able to pay my bills. We're talking $900 for 35 million YouTube shorts views in over a year. But that was more successful. But that's success. And Because virality doesn't go hand in hand. Doesn't matter anymore. With no. Virality doesn't mean anything with success, true yeah. success. I mean, yeah. people think that, oh, that got 35 million views. You're so successful. Mm-hmm. But what is it? The doors that it opened? What yeah. door did it open? One one hundredth of the ones I see people, women... And girls I see with half the following or less I have getting. You know it too, even with being in the Ulta Beauty Collective. It's like I I am on the Ulta Beauty Collective and there's about, I don't know, maybe 25, 26, 7 people. There's a lot of people on the collective that are smaller influencers. We're talking 20,000 followers. I'm one of the biggest people, like the top two or top three biggest people. Unlike these other people in the collective, I have not gotten reached out to by a single brand in the Ulta Beauty Collective to ever work together, to ever do anything. it's I get the generic email. I used to get when I had 20,000 followers, which was like, hey, doll, because it's a copy-paste email. They can't take the time to write my name in it. Hey, doll, so congratulations on making the Ulta Beauty Collective. We'd love to send you a PR mailer. Fill out the Google form below. No opportunities have come from this. So what that's so where yeah what is the success that's what i mean and it's like i don't know i'm at a breaking point with it where i'm just you and i are building something that i the whole point of me even pivoting my focus away from all that bullshit in the shorts and committing to long form was because this has legs and we were joking around about it like downstairs before we were (laughs) we were saying we're like you know, all these people who just have all their eggs in the basket of doing nothing but beauty TikTok and running out and selling every all these million dollar brands makeup for them like for free, like, like a, a fool. fool. What's your five year plan? Yeah. What are you going to do in 10 years? Yeah. you going to still be swatching that on hoping fucking else still coming out with dupes. I saw the writing on the wall a year into doing this. The reason I pulled back from all of that was to build this, to build something sustainable and long term, we have something that these people don't have. Mm-hmm. You, you know can't what? buy this. <laughs> oh God, that is untouchable. First of all, you can't buy. Oh girl, the chemistry. Yeah. No, the, ten years of the friendship. biological <laughs> <Go> chemistry. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I thought I stepped on your sock and pulled it off <gasps> when oh, you did it. It's yeah. like a massage envy all over <laughs> yeah. again. But not only that, you know what I love when I talk to certain people is like. All the girlies that are so big on TikTok and Instagram, girl, TikTok and Instagram. (laughs) When it comes to fucking virality, girl, compared to YouTube, bitch, try your fucking hand at YouTube. And I'm not talking about shorts. Make a long video. Make a long video. Put that much work into it. First of all, fill 10 minutes of knowledge. (laughs) A. B. Edit it. Now look at people like Robert Welsh that have, you know, four videos a week, how hard these people are working and educating the entire time. Try your hand at it. (laughs) I cannot 
tell you how many friends I have that have enormous TikTok and Instagram followings that don't have a YouTube account. Because you need to build that audience based on your skills. There's no clickbait, not in beauty YouTube anyway, thank God. And if there is, mama, they're already, they're already there. They're done. You know what I mean? Manny's doing it. Tati's doing it. They're all fucking doing the clickbait bullshit. They ain't watching you instead. If you want to build a YouTube channel from scratch nowadays, it's about about what you are bringing to the table. You can throw your phone on and record a 60-second video in five minutes, upload it, and if it does well, okay. If it doesn't, it doesn't. That's it. Spend a week on one YouTube video, upload it for it to get 200 views because that's what I did for two years and built everything to where it is. For nothing, brand deals, anything. That's what I mean. And again, if we were two white blonde girls, this this podcast would be sponsored by Mercedes Benz. <laughs> There'd be a car between us. Yeah, we would be in a physical. Yeah. We would own the studio. Oh, that's what I mean. We oh, would. Oh, we would have our own production studio. We would own it. Absolutely, girl. We would be in the beautiful and bothered studios. Mm-hmm. But instead, I this morning am like, you know what? It's going to be a good day. We're going to get whatever. We're going to, you know. And then I get a DM from KVD Beauty. And this is how these brands are. They start out the DM with, hey, doll. <laughs> can, we, <laughs> can we stitch your video for which organic in this industry means unpaid <laughs> post? The video they want to stitch is my viral She Glam video with the pink powder. This ain't my first time at the rodeo. So I think to myself, okay. Why do you, KVD, want to stitch my video that has nothing to do with KVD using another product? Okay. So right from the gate, I know it's because the context of the video is going to make paint mean in negative light of you green screening in front of it going, you don't need all this because of our product. So why would I want you to make me look like, don't do what this asshole is telling you to do because we have this, which I gave them too much credit because I thought, the product they were stitching it with was actually going to have a correlation to the one I was using. To a powder. A powder. Didn't answer them because I was wondering how to reply, how to say no. (laughs) And so they were asking for my permission. To make the video. The video is ready to go. That's how confident they were. I was just going to be like, yeah, sure. Fuck me. Use it for free. Why not? Stitching my video in front of me, looking at it like. (sighs) For them to whip out. You don't need that when you have the KVD liquid lipsticks. So they swatch a regular lipstick on this side that smudges. They swatch the KVD liquid lipstick on this side. You don't see this on camera, but they have to wait 10 minutes for the lipstick to dry down. And then smudge it, and it doesn't move. Because that was the point of your video. That was the point of my video. The point of my video was when you swipe lipstick on your cheeks and want it to not go anywhere, use this powder. (laughs) Yeah. So, no, you're not fucking using my video for free. Or how about this, KBD? I like a lot of your products. How about you reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to work with you? Because there's a lot of things I've found from KBD over the past year that surprise me. Yeah. I would love to work with you and talk about the things I love about your brand. But instead, you want to fuck me. You want to stick it, stick it in and break it off in my ass. Yeah. You want it, you want it, no lube, just fucking stick it in. And say, wow, we loved the video you made, but you're a loser. <laughs> we love, we love the video you made. We yeah. love the following we're you've amassed over you. the past three years. We just love all the work you've done. We love the following you've built. We love the quality of this video. We love that it went viral. Can we use it for free to condescend you and say that our product's better? How about <laughs> and you not for fuck the same yourself? usage either? Yeah. Yeah. Love that. I 
wanted to do this here because I know you guys know us so well and you get it. There are so few ways for us to like make a difference or like an impact with what we do. And I want to start being honest about this because even more honest, I should say, about how we feel about things because not being brutally honest is led to nowhere. That's what I mean. I literally am not even in jeopardizing, jeopardizing at opportunity (laughs) because I don't have any. So I don't care anymore. And you know what I thought? And I said this to you downstairs, like I kind of get the Jeffree Star of it all and not any of his actions. Let me clarify. Yeah, I get the brutal honesty when it comes to the makeup. And we do that here. We are Jeffree Star level honest about makeup products. <laughs> really need to punctuate those. Yeah. In this room. Yeah. And we're doing it now together on the beauty channel because I think it's just something about you and I being together. We can't like we can't even and not that we or I have ever lied, but you don't have someone else to bounce off of of just like the and that's just, just our personalities. Yeah, just. Of, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that with my shorts. There's nothing left to lose. And there's no, if there (sighs) is something is not working for me, you're going to know because that's who I always am. And that's who I always have been. Someone said that to me one time a while ago, like when I first started out, like I would say a year in, they were like, uh, you know, everything you try on your shorts, like you love, like trying to question that I was like lying about everything. Mm -hmm. And I said, I was like, yeah, because I'm not going to waste my time making a video about something I don't like. If it's viral and I don't talk about it, that means I don't like it. Yeah. There you go. But because I'd rather help someone, Ruby, in fucking Montana, six-year-old Ruby, shout out to Ruby, who wants a fucking foundation, wants to know what fucking concealer works for her. I would rather make a video about a concealer that I fucking like, that I think is good for mature skin to help Ruby. I don't want to make a fucking video going, this is fucking trash. This is like the the, the clickbait negativity. So I didn't. But now I realize, like Batman, <laughs> there is work to be done. <laughs> because it's ruining every the entire industry. Yeah. And we haven't even, like I said, and you talk about heartbreaking, we didn't even get to touch on what we know people are going through. Actual makeup artists in this fucking industry who are at the counters, at the stores, at Sephora, at Ulta, the re- the professional makeup artists doing ever. We haven't even touched on how the fucking Meredith breaking the fucking lipstick off and creating this, not her, but that culture, this disgusting lying, viral, capitalist monster has decimated these people's jobs. Yeah. Decimated. Just to prove our point, you really want the fucking tea? <laughs> this Like, real tea. Girl, this is how bad it is to prove our point. We love that this podcast has become a safe haven for working makeup artists to DM us and give us the tea. Multiple people have fucking reached out to us who work at Sephora telling us that they are not allowed to engage like or confirm any viral story going around of the 10-year-olds ruining their stores on your own personal social media with any story that confirms this, threatening them with write-ups and termination. So these people have to deal with it at work. They're the ones to clean up the mess. They're making nothing. Not the corporate person writing that fucking email. They're not dealing with shit. They're working at San Francisco corporate headquarters. They've never even used a piece of makeup a day in their life, as we know all too well. They don't know the difference between mascara and eyeliner. Because you know why? Almighty dollar. Sephora does not want their employees going on social media saying that this is actually happening because then people might not want to shop at Sephora and they might lose a dollar. So instead of doing something about it themselves or enforcing any policy so 10-year-olds don't take a fucking piss in the middle of their store, let's fuck the employees over. That's social media, people. That's what it's done to the fucking beauty industry. Yeah. 
So thanks, guys. They, they, this was the episode. And honestly, thank you for letting us vent. Me, mostly. Thank you for letting me vent at you twice because you knew all this. But, um... Acting. Acting. <laughs> 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 Pretending to be <laughs> concerned. <laughs> yeah, they're they're done. The, the IMS, they're, they're checking out. Again, I love so many podcasts, man, that uh, I know when they're having off weeks, they skip a week. You know yeah. what I mean? We know them. We know who they are. We we won't say who it is. They go to bi-weekly, then we go back to weekly, whatever. Mom, I don't play that. When, when I tell you you're going to get something, you're going to get something. You want to do the outro? I got this. <laughs> you want you want to spread that little sunshine? You want to spread that little daisy heart? That's the only sound we're going to have for the next You want to watch this flower squirt? Um, <laughs> That's yeah. what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Thank you so much for watching a brand new episode of Beautiful and Bothered. That was so sad. Like, All right, we're going to change the tone here. It was reflect. Tone. I was like, you do it because you'll be more positive, And that's yeah. what came out. <laughs> Showtime. <laughs> like, yeah. Thank you so much for watching a brand new episode of Beautiful and Bothered. Thank you so much. I, why am I saying it again? <laughs> we're really fucking thankful for listening to us have mental breakdowns for an hour. Thank you so much for watching a brand new episode of Beautiful and Bothered. That wine is old. And still good. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching a brand new episode of Beautiful and Bothered. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel for your video episode one day early. Uh -huh. Also make sure to subscribe to Spotify and Apple Podcasts for your episode on Monday. Leave us a five-star review if you can. Remember. And remember. Wait. Wait. <laughs> You say you are beautiful. <laughs> no, wait. Wherever you are, we hope you are happy, safe, and I healthy. I was missing something. Yeah. I don't know where we are. You say you are beautiful. You are beautiful. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. We'll see you next week. Yes. And be, we'll be happier. Yes, we promise. Bye. We love you. Bye.